Sorry. All right. All right. The recording. Okay, it's on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's on first? Hold your position. Are we a unit with cracks? Yeah. Perfect. Sakbase. You're listening to Unfiltered Liming with BLT. Every week, we will reflect on our journeys on trying to navigate between our parents' traditional culture versus American culture. We are your hosts, Bertie, the Haitian sensation, Lisa, the Dominican diva, and Terry, the tantalizing trini. No one's talking. So let's get unfiltered. A lot of things that say single mothers Mm -hmm. put their kids first, and that's wrong because the man's, first of all, I feel like can nobody tell you what to set precedent in your relationship? All these people are their opinions of what works best. You got to figure out what what element from this and that you pull together and what makes you you to know because you know your boundaries. You know the things that the triggers that set you. You know the things. You understand what I'm saying? So if I'm in a relationship, first of all, I got to get to know you mm-hmm. for myself and to trust you enough then to bring my son into it because guess what? His father is not a deadbeat father. His father takes care of his business so I'm not looking for a baby daddy that's one. So let's clarify that. Second of all, there's no level of disrespect for me when it comes to his father but it's my job to protect mm-hmm. my child. So there's a bad, I don't like again the competition of who's first. It's not about who's being first. He's my child. You're my husband or partner. Let's not compare the two. Why are we comparing the two? It's no sense of we don't need to, oh, my husband come first because I think that's where we fuck it up. Nobody needs to come first. We're a family. It's called balance. It's called boundaries. He's going to be there. He's my child. You. There's no level of why are we I now agree. putting competition that this child has to compete we don't need that 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 like let's be honest it's balance and just like i don't need you to choose and put me over your family because that's your family that's your mama i don't need you to do that i need us to be on the same page and have balance and have boundary bro we don't need to have this conversation who come first who from second who we are one unit we move as one unit and let's do that because then when you try to be like oh he's first that's where the fuck the problem come because now you bringing all this competition that i need to be first and all this let's not worry about let's move as one unit and get this money and be healthy and all this. And like let's do that. that. Like let's that. do that. Why are we doing everything else? To try to okay. Lisa, why your eyebrows why? connecting, Lisa? Like you in deep thought. <laughs> I think that's a good point she brought up there. She she hit that one home. I still can't see the ball going because she hit that one so far. Mm-hmm. Lisa. <laughs> Out of the fence. Right. Through the middle. Ain't run. nobody getting that's that right. shit. That's a whole freaking run. I mm-hmm. I agree mm-hmm. with what B said, but unless you're married or engaged, I think it's a different ball game. That's me personally. So you're saying you're saying that prior to engagement that's leading to marriage you have first second and third okay Mm -hmm. but once you get engaged and then you're married then like b said it's a unit correct you made that commitment all right yeah we can we can Mm -hmm. roll with that d lineman cool you hear that we can roll with that okay i like that that makes Mm -hmm. sense Mm -hmm. that definitely makes sense because it might not last like i agree with that it might not yeah it might not last so now because i also Mm -hmm. feel like when you are with a person, because I used to have exes get upset that they're not meaning my son right away. And I was like, fuck, I don't know you. Right. I first 
first of all, I need to trust you. And now look at where I'm at. You're not mm-hmm. here. So mm-hmm. I'm not bringing my child around a bunch of different, exactly. you know, peoples. For what reason? I have to trust you first. So I right now don't even know if I trust you exactly. to even know where this is going. We haven't defined anything. And then you want to just bring in, I think sometimes people feel the pressure. You're not about to pressure me to my, meet my child. And if you ever feel like, oh, because I'm not important to you, then here's the door your ego and you can go because you just not have the right mindset and mentality if you don't understand that if if children are first of all brought up in an environment first of all that it's already messed up because their parents are not together Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. now if we do the work as parents and understand that now we have to that's a different level of this child that we added to their to their life that they didn't ask for Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have to make sure that that's protected because guess mm-hmm. what? They didn't ask for all this bullshit that Correct. they're in. So yeah. we got to maneuver. And then you want to add your own personal drama and not understand that it's my job to protect my child, whichever his dead and I's job to protect him as much as we can from mm-hmm. certain things. And you want to bring your bullshit and not understand why there's like timing and there's mm-hmm. all these development things. And depending on the, the age of the child and all these other stuff you don't know what so guess what if you don't understand that then take several seats you are not the one let me move on because we don't have issues and no we don't want none of that because i'm not i'm sorry i'm not choosing the welfare and not even putting the child fair i'm not choosing the welfare of my child over your ego Mm -hmm. so there's a difference let me ask you this other question right Mm-hmm. Prior to your son being born, mm-hmm. when the point you were blissfully married mm-hmm. and you have your son, mm-hmm. who comes first at that point for you or is still not? It's not like I never because the thing is, I'm about family. I'm mm-hmm. is about family. So for me, I don't even like to be center of attention. So for me. It was like, if we're like, again, my mindset is we're a unit, we're Mm -hmm. a team. So that's why I'm like, I don't want you picking your mom over. I don't want you. The thing about it is that I need you to do, though, is if there's some type of disrespect, I'm not going to allow your family or my family to disrespect the person. Right. So the Mm -hmm. thing is, if your mom is disrespecting me or trying to do unless it's some type, we don't need to. If you need to address that and vice versa with my family, I felt like when I was married, I had to address that with my mom and I had to give them the choice. This is the person I'm choosing. I'm not putting anybody above you, but what we're not going to do is disrespect because that's my choice. So if it, even if I fuck it up, because I had to have this conversation with my mom, even if I fuck it up, it doesn't work out. You could choose to be in this and support me. The negativity, I'm not going to do because I'm not choosing. You allow yourself to pick. She chose to not be around. So then I didn't. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not making that choice for you because all I would want is for us to just get along, be a family, be a unit and move together. But if you feel like for whatever reason, you don't like this person, you don't want to be around this person. Guess what? It's your choice. Mm-hmm. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. For me, yeah. it's, it's all about the family unit because mm-hmm. as black folks, I feel like that's what we need to get mm-hmm. back to healthy family units instead of mm-hmm. trying to be like. I know you're saying that we should move as a unit so you shouldn't have to choose, right? Mm-hmm. But a parent, two parents, 
they have to be a united front for their children. Mm -hmm. They have to set the foundation for their children, right? Mm -hmm. They got to set the expectations and build the generational wealth for the children. Mm -hmm. So the husband and wife have to move as a unit. Mm -hmm. Now, when you have to move as a unit, one partner or the other can't put the children will put somebody else in front of that Correct. unit because you guys have that goal Correct. and made the commitment to move as a unit so that everybody mm-hmm. trickling down can benefit from that unit. Mm-hmm. So in that retrospect, I feel like some choices have to be made sometimes that you have to put your spouse ahead of the children for the bigger picture, for the bigger picture. Correct. Okay. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Because they're still part of your unit. Right. So it's still like, let's say, let's use sports for example, basketball. They can't win a championship without the five, but there's a captain. And a lot of times people don't understand being a captain or being a leader doesn't mean that you're not a unit and you're putting people first. You're putting the goal first. You're putting the bigger picture first, but it's still not a competition. You understand what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. the captain still puts the team first, puts his ego at the door because we got to win as a unit. So whatever we do, because you may look at it like, let's say, yes, me and my husband move it as a unit. The cap, but the thing is the responsibility, like you just said, is I see a bigger picture for us, but you mm-hmm. still have to take everybody with you. Mm-hmm. But this position is not, it's not larger or, 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 or more important than this position. Right. But the captain has to see the goal and say, okay, we're getting a championship. Right. So you now have to put yourself in a place where you're like, okay, but everybody has a role to play in that unit. Mm -hmm. Right. You just sometimes put the vision and write the vision on the wall. They might not see it, but it's still not a competition of who's first or not, because we're still moving together and everybody's in agreement with this is where we're heading because you still have to have the conversation with your unit. You still got to be like, the goal is this. Do they know all the details? How are we going to get there? No, because they're children. Mm -hmm. There's some stuff they can't because they can't decide. But as a family, this is where we're going. You still include them. As mm-hmm. a family, we're, look, we're trying to get generational wealth. We're trying to get businesses. We're trying to get this. You have the conversation. You still don't leave them out of that. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Because they still need to be in line with agreeing and making sure they play their part. Mm-hmm. We're still moving yeah. as a unit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All the details of that is, family. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 yeah. Because if you look at, listen to documentary of what's his name, like Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and all this stuff, and they talk about how the mindset of when they had the responsibility of taking their team to a championship. They had to include everybody, but the also the level of mindset of how they had to be, because sometimes you have to mm-hmm. lead by example, mm-hmm. right? And there's an added pressure because you see something that they might not see, but you got to get everybody mm-hmm. there. Just like Moses yeah. in crossing the mm-hmm. Red Sea. Uh-huh. They might be, you know, kicking, screaming, or they might, but you already know, yo, we got to cross because we got to get to this promised land, so I'm going to need y'all to... Mm. Wrap mm-hmm. it up. Let's go. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think I think yeah. you know something that, that is a very yep. very good uh, analogy, though. B that makes a lot of sense. Analogy, um, yeah. it, it also, yeah. just like with us here, um, we all have to. We mm-hmm. everybody has their part. So in order to make it successful, everybody has to do their part, so we can 
continue to move to the mm-hmm. next goal. So, mm-hmm. yeah, right. in all, yes, I think yeah. that in all relationships, okay, in all relationships, everybody mm-hmm. has a part mm-hmm. to play. So, in order to make the relationship successful, mm-hmm. if everybody plays their part, now sometimes the parts may overlap, you know, however, it's still for the mm-hmm. common goal. Mm-hmm. And once we know what the common goal is in the relationship, then that's how it grows. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have your yeah. own agenda and I have my own yep. agenda, it ain't moving nowhere. But if we come together and say, this is a common goal, yep. that's going to make the relationship successful to move, to get it better, then we rocking and rolling. Yep. And you know, the funny thing is the other point too, and I use this story a lot because I think it's so, but Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith or even Alicia Keys, right? And mm-hmm. their relationship of being co-parents, right? So, but the Jada Pinkett Smith story is a little bit better for me because at the time she was talking about how when she got with Will Smith, he has an older son, right? Yeah. Just married married and the thing is she went in with the mindset, like I'm the woman now, you know, Jada Pinkett Smith and all this stuff. And I mm-hmm. guess the mom had called to talk to the son and she basically gave an attitude, right? Mm-hmm. And Will Smith nipped that in the butt. Like, yo, you're not about to do that. That's the mother. But the thing is, Will Smith never told the mom that. It was Jada Pinkett Smith that gave, that told the mom, like, yo, he put me in check. Mm-hmm. Right? Because yeah. now it's his new unit, but at yeah. the same time, he's still protecting mm-hmm. his whole unit. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So the thing about it is, but that's what made their relationship be where he understood the unit includes his child and that's his mother the mother of the child you understand Mm -hmm. what i'm saying alicia Mm -hmm. keys too in her relationship that she has is the same thing the unit may change but sometimes the role the people play don't change because they still have to be like and i think alicia key was talking about it like it's still about the child like you still have to move accordingly to make the environment healthy you understand yeah, what I'm do. saying for mm-hmm. everybody involved and it doesn't take away or I think for me when I listen to how Will Smith did it, it's like there's no competition. Yeah. He's the mother and yeah. she's always going to be. You can either fall in line or not, but that's not going to change. So it's yep. again, letting the people know there's no competition because your role is your role. Like at the end of the day, if this is your role, there's nobody that could take that role from you. You understand what yep. I'm saying? And sometimes when we put, I feel like when we put these competition in line is the fact that we don't understand one, our role, what our role is. Mm-hmm. And we don't understand that nobody can take that role from us. So if your role is this, then the only way your role gets taken is if you allow it to be taken or you don't understand what your role is and somebody else come in because you just like, yo, I was focusing on this and not learning what my role is and not learning what I need to do to keep my role and focusing on everything else instead mm-hmm. of what your role is. Can nobody give you your, can nobody take your spot or your role unless you allow them to so, take it? Oh my God. Period. Yes. Boop. Point blank. Period. Well, B, wait a minute. Hold tight. <laughs> Haitian sensation. Fall back. Fall back. That is an awesome, awesome point that you brought up. The role. A lot of times we get so threatened 
of our role being taken away from us and we're being excluded from the unit that we do things that are detrimental to the whole that fucks up everything. Okay. So once you are secure within mm-hmm. yourself and in your role, then like you said, mm-hmm. B, nobody can take that mm-hmm. from you because you're secure in your position. So the question is mm-hmm. why, what makes us not secure within our position? Is it our ego? Is it we allow somebody else to come in and maybe their shine might darken your area and you feel in some kind of way. So what is it that you just can't stand in your position and be good with that, that you have to go against all of that to fuck up the whole thing. Personal insecurity, number one. And number two, that spouse, that spouse is that spouse moving a certain way for you to feel some kind of lack okay. of trust. Trust. And I like that. Those two words. I, I agree. Those yes. Two things. Those yes. Are... Very good point. Very mm-hmm. good. I also think, uh-huh. so I would agree a hundred percent. And I also think is we don't know our worth and value. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up, B. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I saw the light going over there. Bling, 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 light going off. D-Liming crew, this is, yes, she just dropped the jewel. You're going to bust your knuckles on picking up this one. Go ahead, drop it. Drop it, D. (laughs) Go ahead and drop it. (laughs) Because a lot of times, and it took me a while to understand, like, when I got divorced, it took me a while to understand that <laughs> I'll use myself as the example because our lives, my life story is, is experience. So when I got divorced, I felt like for some reason I wasn't worth enough for him to fight for our family. Right. And then so then I had to, like, retrain myself and learn about myself and go through, you know, learning and doing the work like we say to understand like at the end of the day if I don't know my worth and I don't know my value then how could I have expected him to treat me as such right because a person only treats you how you what is they say the mirror how you show them how to treat you so my thing is if I'm like I don't value myself I don't feel like I'm worth it then not saying that it's right or whatever, but he did his best to treat me or show me that. But if I don't believe it and I don't receive it, like you said, then I'm doing things that are detrimental to that, right? I'm doing things that are opposite of what he's trying to do. So I'm resisting. And then we don't understand that some type of, like when things don't work out, sometimes it's us. It's not the other person. It's us because we're not doing the work to understand, well, what is my role? And then we feel intimidated because we feel like this should be where I should be. This should be mine and blah, blah, blah. And understand like, why should it be yours? Let's be honest. Why should it be yours? Like we feel we deserve these things, but why? Why? Like, let's be honest. Why? Um, (laughs) We set a certain level of expectations for ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. So if I it. feel if I feel like I'm worth X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. I should be treated as such, right? Right. 
Right. And if I'm not treated as such, then that situation is not for me. Correct. You got to set standards and expectations for yourself. You got to set standards for yourself. Right. Right. But so, at some point, we when we set these standards and expectations, do we really understand our worth and value in those standards and expectations is my question. Because we can set these expectations based on what the world tells us those expectations are. We can set those expectations based on that's how a relationship, the world shows us a relationship. But when we truly dive in into ourselves, like our spiritual being, right, I feel to me those standards and expectations change because we're looking at now the bigger picture we're looking at now like okay what is my worth let's say nobody treats me the way i feel they should does that change my worth no but the thing is we put our worth based on how people treat us if he's if they don't treat me this way then i may not be worthy or maybe like we doubt ourselves i feel sometimes as women because we put so much of how a man may treat us or how different people treat us or family or mothers like you sometimes we put those things like our expectation is like wait a minute like okay they're treating me this way am i really like valuable am i really worth it because then if that's the case then there's probably a lot of relationship we wouldn't get into because they they already showed us in front that they didn't value us so we pick these men based on we pick these men based on how we feel we're worth it so if they're not treating us we can't say that it's them it's us picking them because we pick men and people based on what we think our value is so if these men are not treating us how then that means like there's something about me that i need to look at and say okay i selected to be with this man but he treated me like xyz so that means there's something in me that I need to look at because if I really felt that was this worth it, I wouldn't have chosen this one. Because we see the sign. We are accountable for our choices. We see the sign. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Because you're only going to deal with someone, I guess your self-worth. Yep. Like how you feel at that time, that's who you're dealing with. Yep. Your self-worth. Yeah. So... That's why. And you know what, too? That's why I also maybe I don't know. I personally feel like every relationship gets a little bit better. Mm -hmm. I think You learn a little bit more about yourself. You learn a little bit more about your worth, what you're not going to deal with. So I always feel like because I had a girlfriend I was telling once and it's just like, oh, you know, woe is me. No relationship is working out. And I said, no, sit down and really think about it. Every relationship gets a little bit better. Mm hmm. I, that's how I feel. I feel like every relationship gets a little bit better because the next, when you get out of one relationship, you should always sit back, look, analyze. What would I like to see different? What am I the lesson? Deal with? What's the you lesson? What What's the lesson? But Lisa, so most people don't do that. But most oh. people don't do that though. Let's be honest. Oh, what you just okay. said, only a few people do that. Let's just be honest because that's why they have the war is me. Every time something, they don't take that lesson and they don't look, they like, Oh, well this one is fucked up. This one is, they take no accountability. Most people don't do that. <laughs> yeah. You're right. No, sorry. I think about that. <laughs> sorry. I think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, D Lyman crew. I officially need some band-aids cause I busted up my knuckles. The jewels that have been dropped today are like, Oh, um, <laughs> so stupid. So I'm going to piggyback <laughs> on that B. Yes, B is 500% correct. And I know that 
10, 15, 20 years ago, I was in the woe is me. I don't understand scratching my head. But when I started to get more in tune with myself to take onus on the bullshit that I did and what I allowed, then I was able to see things differently. And I was able to be able to weed out people early, like saying, I said, nah, I dated you already. Yeah, I dated you. And when I said that, they were a little confused, mm-hmm. oh, meaning yeah. that I dated someone like you, the w- just the way that you coming at me. So now nah, I'm, I'm so good. But thank you so much, though. You know, I was able to see that from the gate. Mm-hmm. So no one was crossing my door. And I'm talking about not the physical door. No one was crossing my door with the foolishness to be able to come in and try to disrupt what I'm putting together. So now I'm very mindful and um, careful on who I bring in bring into my area and my circle. So if I want you into that private part of me, then that's when I will invite you in. But other than that, mm-mm, nigga, you ain't coming in. Fuck that. You are not coming in <laughs> just like that, thinking yep. it's a free for all. Nah, Mm-mm. nah, bruh. Nah, nah. Yeah. But, but when you do come in, she going to bust you up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But I think you, I think you're so right, though. Like, at the end of the day, I think, like, for me, what I've realized recently, like, we call each other, like, you know, kings and queens, right? And if you do the research about kings and queens, the mindset that it takes to be a king and a queen is very just not the word. But think about it, right? As a queens, you never have to, first of all, you're a queen, you're a queen. You never have to explain yourself to nobody. You never have to, like, there's a certain level of, I don't want to say confidence, maybe, yeah, a level of confidence that you're a queen, and who gonna fuck with you? Who gonna fuck with like if I say I'm a queen, right? And my mindset is I'm a queen, who gonna fuck with that? But the thing is, as women, black women, we don't I don't think it takes us a while to get to the status of you're not gonna fuck with me because I'm a queen and that's what I say that I am. And who gonna devalue that? You know what I mean? But the thing is we expect other people to give us what the definition of a queen is. And then we relate to like, well, okay, he's treating me like that. So I'm, you understand what I'm saying? Like, we don't, we don't define what a queen is to ourselves. So this is my throne. This is my castle. These are the rules. These are what I do, whatever. Anybody opposite that comes outside. Cause we allow people to come in and try to disrupt that. We allow the people to come in, like just coming in. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, why do we allow that? You understand what I'm saying? Like we, as a queen, if you really look at queens, and uh you are on your throne and unless they kill you to take it they steal it and imprison you to take it can't nobody walk up to a queen for no um, i don't care what you gotta say and make me feel like i'm not a queen like think about that think about queens back in the day can't nobody roll up on the throne there was rule there was regulation if you ain't come right you could be beheaded you could be killed you could be like all of that was protected you understand what i'm saying so the thing is 
Like, do we really know what that means? And do we put those things into place? Well, you can't put those things. You know, like, there's like, literally, no, I'm just saying, like, literally, that spot is yours unless you denounce it or it's taken away from you. And it has to be taken away with a fight. But B, but here's the thing, though. If it is not taught and embedded from when you are small or when you at at birth, then you will never feel that you are of that level. Okay. And that is something that you would have to eventually say, but wait, I am here. But if that's not embedded Mm -hmm. in you from the time of birth to let you know you are a queen and this is the stuff that you should aspire to or, you know, this is how you hold your, you make sure your crown is Mm -hmm. always straight or you're a king and you make sure that, you know, you, you make sure your crown is straight. Then what, 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 what do you expect? What do you expect if we do not instill in our children the importance of carrying that as a prince or a princess to become queens and kings, then here we always fall in short. We're always falling short. And the expectation is how, <laughs> how other people treat us because we get the implants from our parents mm-hmm. that still don't know any better that, oh, if so-and-so does X, Y, and Z, then that means that, you know, that, you know, he really cares or whatever. But it's so much more than that. It's so much deeper than that. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even get to the depth of that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lisa, your eyes are furrowing. And the mm. other thing, too, that I realized... Go ahead, Lisa. No, no, no. No, I, you know, I agree with Terry. I agree with it. It's the foundation. Mm-hmm. It starts in the beginning, right? Yeah. B, yeah. go ahead. B- bust up my knuckles. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not busting no more lo- knuckles. But I think you're right. At the end of the day, is once you found that the, that's crack in the foundation, then we got to do the work. We got to do better. You understand what I'm saying? Because not trying to be funny, like, I know with my son, since he was young, I've been telling him, I'm like, yo, you a prince. I ain't giving up my, you know what I'm saying? You going to be caring. Like, he literally, but the thing is, can't nobody tell him different. Can nobody tell him, like, you trying to come at him and tell him that he's not his worth? He going to be looking at you like, but the thing is, I think you're right, because we found in our generation, I found like we are founding cracks in our foundation. And a few of us are being like, okay, there's cracks because I feel like there's sometimes people that they don't realize that there's a crack in the foundation. Right. They don't realize like, yo, this is not because again, whatever is being passed down or whatever, they think like that's normal. Right. And there's no, no judgment or they, it's not anything wrong, but there's a few people that's like, wait a minute. I don't think that that's right. I think there's some cracks, there's some foundation. So then I feel like also you are guided because it's not everybody that's able to handle when they find the crack, doing the work. So I think certain people are guided to be like, okay, see what the crack is, be able to do the work and then do better. You know what I'm saying? For the next 
I guess, generation or for just for a betterment of trying to make some type of change. That's just me at the end of the day. Because not everybody can handle it. Because I'm sorry, when you're trying to see and you're going down and you're trying to, like, all these cracks, you find it, it could be depressing. Be. Like, damn. like And then you'd be wondering, like, well, Lord, why do I have to be the one to, like, find these cracks? And then I got to do the work to change it because it's a lot of cracks sometimes. But here's the thing. And that's why we have therapy, people. Exactly. But B, <laughs> wait a minute. Hold tight. D-Liming crew, I want y'all to understand there is nothing wrong with the cracks because the cracks are the things that help to, that you mm. learn from to help to take you to that next level. People, mm -hmm. people, whenever people see something that may be different or they so-called say is wrong with you, then they, they want to, they want to, label it as a, it's a bad thing or it's a negative thing or something you crazy you did and mm -hmm. and you know something not that's not that's not the case a lot of times those are things that when you're ready to really do the self-analysis to be able, those are your built stepping stones mm -hmm. to get up to that next level so you could fix that crown because you're going up to that next mm -hmm. level to look in the mirror, to adjust your crown, to be the best person that you can be. So don't let nobody tell you that how, oh, you fucked up or you this and something's wrong with you. No, it's just at, at that time, that's, that's where your mindset is at that time. Okay. So now you realize it. So you move on. That's a stepping stone right there. You move on to the next level. Okay. Something else help happen. Yeah. Okay. That's your mindset at that time. You learn from it. You move on to the next level. That's your stepping stone also. So it's not a bad thing. It is not a bad thing. And don't let nobody tell you that. Mm -hmm. You're right. Mm -hmm. Now the church say amen. Amen. You know the other story about about being a king and the funny thing uh, is, ma'am, I'm gonna need you to take that down for a second. Uh, <laughs> be carry on, please. Not everybody is funny. Not everybody is meant to carry that crown. Like think about, and I know I'm using uh -huh. a lot of biblical, but maybe because it's Sunday. But think about the story of David. You could be the one, like, how many brothers does David had? And um, God was, like, telling the prophets all, like, yo, no, he's not the one. He's not the next king. No, he's not the one. Mm -mm. Okay, hold up. All right. I understand what you're saying, B, and stuff, but I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah, he may not be the king, but everybody has their own Boom. crown. Correct. And how they should carry, how self-respect, how Correct. they should carry themselves. Everybody has their own crown Correct. to carry. I agree with so. that. But what I was getting with that with the person that carries the crown to change the foundation and the cracks. Because everybody, um, you could have, you could be like, let's say in our family, I feel like everybody has their own, how would I say? Not everybody in our family takes the mantle to say, oh, there's a crack and I'm going to make a difference. But don't we have to work mm -hmm. on our own cracks? Everybody's responsible That's for exactly their own cracks. To yeah, work but on, you're right? still part of a family. But in order in order to, okay. Yeah, I'm part right. of the family, but I got to do my yeah, as work an individual. to help that family tree. Exactly. Yeah, I'm a branch. Mm -hmm. I, I got to do my own mm -hmm. work. I got to do my own. I, I can't put that on nobody mm -hmm. else. True. That's nobody else's responsibility. But yourself. That's true. That's why they got therapy. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not talking about alcohol, people. Uh, we're not talking about alcohol. Not the oh liquid. Oh, my goodness. No, 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 no. We're talking about. 
Terry. No, we're talking about professional therapy. Some people think there's something bad with it. A lot of the stigma in the black community, they think that something, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. So, D Lyman Mm -hmm. crew, you gotta do what you need to do to to make sure that you you fix those cracks. I'm always looking for somebody's couch to lay on. Okay, <laughs> she means that in a therapeutic sense. <laughs> yes, please let D Lime crew. Oh, let sorry, me yeah, disclaimer. yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, my bad. Yes, my bad. Therapeutic. Besides that, um, yes, she's yes, it's very therapeutic to lay on a couch. Yes, uh, bye, bye. Thank you. She for doesn't that mean up, lay. She <laughs> means sit. Yes, and speak to someone who has a pad and pencil. Yes, that type of situation. Nothing else. Nothing more, nothing else. Mm. My, my bad. <laughs> so would you say that it's wrong? Because we talk about, okay, we see the cracks, right? And we're a part of our family tree. Is it wrong to cut the branch, like to take the seed from your branch and start a whole new no. tree? I'm just saying. Well, that does happen when you have, when you get married and you have your own seeds. Isn't that, that's how that usually works? No. I'm just, no. I'm just I don't agree. Question. No, oh, I bad. don't agree. Yeah, I don't agree. The tree, remember that it's rooted Ooh. from the. It, you don't agree with what? What you said? What? The tree, isn't it? It's rooted. So if you take oh, the branch bad. to make, if you go and you make, you plant another. It's rooted, but when you uh, when you grow branches, yeah, and the when the the leaves that grow on there and other seeds that grow, they fall off the branch and they form other trees. Isn't that how it works? Mm-hmm. Did I miss that in my pollination, germination, and all that good stuff? Yeah, yeah. Did I miss that in class? Or not? I don't know. Go yeah. ahead, Terry. Okay. However, you know that underneath that the roots they get intertwined. You know that, right? So. Oh yeah. So with that, that's where the yes, that's where yeah. the basis all that comes from. So you're correct. Yes, pollination, germination. Okay, it starts off on a whole new tree. However, at the bottom, when it's the roots are being uh, are growing, they're growing and they do connect with the with the original mm-hmm. tree, I should say, um, because they need that original tree yes okay so yeah that that that's an important factor about it so yeah okay. you're you're correct lisa yes you're definitely correct so it's safe to say this episode is cracks in the foundation yes cracks in the there foundation we go. yes so i uh, thank you to our listeners as we discuss about the cracks in the foundation our cracks in the foundation other people's cracks in their foundations <laughs> I'm just saying. Ah, uh, yes. So, thank you for listening once again. Uh, Terry, you have anything for us? Yes, the tip. Do not you do not let anyone. The tip. What about the tip? Uh, oh, sorry. See what I'm it. talking about? Here we go. You see where the crack in her foundation is? Sorry, that's the bad. problem. Is her crack? <laughs> oh the deliming crew. Make sure that do not let anybody diminish your crack. Whatever your crack is, it is helping. It is there to help you to elevate to your next level. So use those cracks as your stepping stone. And on that note, with that tip, we are out. À la prochaine, le peuple. Thank you for joining us this week on Unfiltered Liming with BLT. 
Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and join our Facebook page at Unfiltered Liming with BLT. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh, exciting content. See you next Thursday, same time, same station. Unfiltered Liming with BLT is edited and produced by Unfiltered Liming with BLT.